0: Small child on the plains. I would dance around and run
1: wild along hello dear river. ones. Welcome to Secret Gardening with Sarah. How are you? I am doing pretty well because well, the time change yesterday means that spring is almost here, which just gets me so excited. I love the daffodils and the spring crocus that i've I got to see um, bloom, the little snowdrops. And even I, for the first time saw bloodroot in the woods, which is a really cool little flower that is white with a yellow in the middle. And then the, when you pick it, it kind of bleeds. Y'all should look it up. It's pretty cool. Um, anyways, there's hope that spring is just full of hope for me. Um, as I experience the outside world, it reminds me that even though things can look bleak on my outside of my life or around me, the circumstances, whatever is going on, we can remember that there's always hope. And because we have all of our hope, all the heavenly blessing, all the treasures of heaven Jesus has given us right here, right now as he's making his kingdom um, come, he's making it come. And he's given us himself right now, so we have access no matter what we're going through. There is so much hope in that. So we can rejoice. We can be patient in tribulation. <laughs> Lord help us. Um, with that, I'm glad you're here. I hope this is a place you find that is full of beauty, delight, and rest. And thank- welcome to my episode. To love at all is to be vulnerable. Love anything, and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. If you want to make sure of keeping it intact, you must give it to no one, not even an animal. Wrap it carefully around with hobbies and little luxuries. Avoid all entanglements. Lock it up safe in the casket or coffin of your selfishness, but in that casket, safe, dark, motionless, airless, it will change. It will not be broken. It will become unbreakable, impenetrable, irredeemable. To love is to be vulnerable. I remember hearing these words over 10 years ago by C.S. Lewis while reading The Four Loves. I think I had heard it before even by somebody, probably a sermon. But I remember thinking, wow, it is painful to love, isn't it? To be vulnerable, to be open, this must cost something. But, like that heart in the casket or coffin that is irredeemable and unbreakable, gosh, I don't want that. I want a heart that's soft. I want a heart that is open. Open to love, open to pain open to the will of God, what he asked for my life. Do you ever feel your heart hardening when bitterness or unforgiveness, some hard circumstance wants you to push away the pain? I don't know about you. I'm a pretty big escaper of negative feelings and it's hard for me to enter in. So I have to take some big steps with Jesus to enter into negative feelings, whether it be disappointment Sadness, anger, really any negative feeling. I want to run the opposite way. I want to be happy, right? I don't want to show anything that's weak, right? Well, Jesus has a different way. He has a different way for me and for you. We get to be weak because it's in our weakness that Jesus promises that his power will be made perfect. I can come to him, a broken vessel, and somehow that's the way he wants me to come, so that I may be filled and he'll fill the gaps and his glory will be multiplied and not mine. I think as a human that can be really hard for me to process because I'm selfish or I don't know. I can just make things about me. I even thought like as COVID-19 was unraveling last year, that the whole thing, everything, whatever you believe, whatever the thing is (laughs) that you believe, I just was like, I'm taking this personally. This is an attack on my life. (laughs) And it just became all about me in my head, my heart. Because I just felt like the beginning of 2020 was promising to be a good year, right? Well, maybe it was a good year. Maybe it was exactly what I needed, that God knew what I needed, even if it wasn't something that I wanted. Maybe he was breaking down some idols in my life that I didn't even realize. And in his mercy, he showed me things that I was holding on to that were not good. Or maybe they were good, but I had made them the best thing in my life. Do you have any of those? Any of those idols? Maybe the idol of efficiency or the idol of self-sufficiency or the idol of busyness. (laughs) All the things that we can put our hope in. Well, I don't know what to think about all the history of our human life, (laughs) but I do know that God is in control. He is intricately working through it all, and he cares about our hearts more than our circumstances. It's important, though, to remember he does care about our circumstances. He's a God who loves us and cares for us, and he is good and kind and powerful, able to do all His plans cannot be thwarted. I'm reminded about that as a friend shared um, that, that verse from Job, that his plans cannot be thwarted. That's a beautiful thing. I need to remember that today. So when my heart starts getting hardened, I can ask for help. I can ask Jesus, Help me, Jesus. Holy Spirit, soften my heart. I want to be open. I want to be loving. I want the fruit of the Spirit, love, to pour out of me. But my heart naturally wants to lock itself up. Do you know the song, Come Thou Fount, of every blessing? Tune my heart to sing thy praise. If it keeps going, at one point it says, here's my heart, Lord, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Sometimes when I think of that quote that I said in the beginning by C.S. Lewis, I also think of that song lyric, which is a little bit different. It just reminds me the only person, the only thing that I can put my whole heart into that I can trust and take refuge is Jesus. That I know when I entrust my whole heart to him, that is the way to live. And I want that. I want that. To be human is to want. To be human is to desire. Jesus made us this way, but we so quickly run to other things, right? Well, I was thinking about this the other day when I was walking by my neighbor's house and saw all these daffodils, and they were so beautiful, and I was kind of sad, and I was like, hmm, how do I not have any daffodils in my yard? They're like one of my favorite because they remind me that spring is really coming, (laughs) And I've even written poems. I've painted paintings of them. How do I not have daffodils in my yard? I need to remedy that. I'm having these thoughts, but there's too much going on, and I just kind of let them go on, and I move along. And later, my neighbor has me, um, asked me to pick up some bird seed for her to feed her birds. And when I'm dropping it off, She says, hey, if you ever want to take some daffodils, dig them up and put them in your yard, or even just cut them and put in a vase, you're welcome to do that. I've got plenty. I laughed. I was, I could not believe it. I could not believe it, that I had literally had this thought, a little bit of a grumble (laughs) towards, maybe it was towards God, or maybe just towards myself, but I could not believe the grace of that moment where she said, there's plenty. Take what you want. Oh my goodness. Isn't that what Jesus says to us? In, in Ephesians, we're reminded of all the spiritual blessings we have, of the me- measurable riches, the immeasurable riches. <laughs> Take what you want. There's plenty from that store, from that treasury. So I don't know where you are today. Maybe you're in a really good place and you're feeling a lot of joy. And you're experiencing um, a real nearness to the Lord today. Or maybe it's just been a really weary season and this week is just hitting you hard. Maybe you're somewhere in the middle. Maybe your heart is feeling a little more hardened. Maybe it's feeling really soft. I think about the flowers that bloom in the spring and how... They're kind of tightly um, wound up in a little ball until they open. And in that opening, it's so vulnerable, but that's how they live. They open their petals and they let themselves be beautiful and vulnerable. They let themselves shine in a way to soak up the sun and be even available for bugs to come and take what they have to give, what they have to offer. And they serve a purpose. They're beautiful, but they serve a purpose. They get to multiply. There's plenty. They're fleeting. That's really humbling to me as a human. Sometimes I think I'm going to live forever, but I'm not. I am small. God is big. Now, I do know that I will live forever because I have the eternal promise of Jesus, of being with him forever. But this life, this earthly life in time and space, we're not promised tomorrow, right? Today, let us rejoice and be glad in him. Let us open our hearts. Let us trust him. Let us love each other and let us offer up to our neighbors, whatever we have. Say, there's plenty. Take what you need. Because we know we can be filled back up by the Heavenly Father that has everything perfectly providing for us. I hope that you will go on a walk sometime today or this week and just look at the flowers, consider them as Jesus calls us to do actually sit and consider them, stands, pick one, smell one, consider them, make a flower crown. (laughs) It's pretty fun. To love is to be vulnerable. We know this because Jesus loves us. He was the most vulnerable. He suffered for us. He died for us. And he rose again. He's going to come back. He's going to make all things right. We get to take part in being his children, his siblings, his lovers, his people. We're in his family. He made that happen because he was vulnerable. God, all powerful, came into the form of a baby, a fragile little child and grew up as a human. How Vulnerable is that. Thank you, Jesus. I do declare these words to you from Romans 8, verses 12 to 17. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you do not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear Fused daffodils. Is it time to wake up so soon? I want to push my alarm to snooze, but the sun is shining and the day is warm and the birds are flying and is that a bug swarm? Things are happening, so I must happen too. I cannot be stopped, even if this life is short. I have brought beauty to this dirt and I have given flowers to February. Thanks, friends. I remember writing that after seeing some early daffodils in 2016 um, when there was just an early week of warm and everything was dead around. It was in the middle of winter. There was this big pile of dirt, but there were these daffodils that gave beauty to that week. So I hope we get to take part in beauty this week, even if it's confusing in life. We can see we're happening. We're doing things together. We are blooming in a way, right? Speaking of beauty, thank you, Teresa Mahoney, for your song, Always You. And I'm just really grateful I get to use it and share it here on my podcast. And also speaking of beauty, don't forget to go outside sometime this week and consider the flowers. If you have lilies, consider those or whatever flowers are around. Thank you all for being here. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Sincerely, Sarah.